Hello and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency 47 Insights. On today's show I have an interview for you with the president and CEO of Clipfolio, Alan Ville. I caught up with Alan at the SaaS North Conference in Ottawa. Hope you enjoy it. Glad to be here. Great to be here. Thank you for. Uh, and where, where are we? We're at SAS North. Uh, second second year at SAS North. Yeah. That's so right. you guys were here last year. Yeah, that's right. So we were here last year. We were actually. I was actually part of the um, the, the the advisory committee. It's a loose, very loose committee that uh, that helped uh, put this uh, put this show in, in place. Uh, and, and last year was the first year, and we were all absolutely blown away at, at how successful it was. Um, you know, and you know there was a forcing function. We said, "Listen, let's have it at this date," and we made it happen, which was amazing. We got everybody in Canada who has anything to do with SaaS together in, in one room, um, literally in one room. <laughs> yeah, and, and the quality was it was really really good. So I think this year is going to be even better. Great. So uh, Clipfolio, for those that don't know, is. A dashboard metrics? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we help a lot of small and mid-sized companies monitor the health uh, and performance of their business. Um, you know, we're big, big believers that you have to monitor to improve, to understand, and to learn. So, you know, no matter what you're doing, if you're using portfolio or if you're using Excel dashboard, Excel sheets or, or something else, you know, monitoring is important. You have to do that. You have to set the goals and, and understand what's working and what's not. So I think I came across you guys a couple of years ago and there was a few other competitors in the market, but I think at that time, and forgive me if, it, if, uh, if, if what I'm saying isn't right, that you, know, you became predominantly known as like marketing dashboards. Is that, is that Yeah, right? I think, well, we were spending a lot of time um, selling into marketing agencies and yeah. marketing departments. Uh, and the reason for that was that marketers have a tremendous landscape of tools. Yeah. And probably more so Too than... Many. Yeah, <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, you, you've seen those MarTech Mark's landscapes. Yeah, stack. <laughs> and, and there's, you know, like 300 vendors on there, uh, if not more. 5,000, right? uh, I think. <laughs> maybe it's 5,000, that's right. Well, whatever it is, even 300 is too much, right? So I think marketers find it particularly difficult to understand and monitor all of the data that is happening. You know, yeah. Where's their spend going? What's, what's it producing? What is the funnel doing? So... So yes, we've spent a lot of time working with marketers, but you know we're selling into sales organizations, success organizations, marketing, warehousing, retail. So I mean, we have ten thousand customers, and you know across small, medium, and some teams in large businesses. Uh, but you're right, marketing has definitely been one of those shining star. You know they really asked for this uh, more than some of the other departments. So how did you get started? Uh, not only with Clipfolio, but in your, your career in SaaS, I guess. Or sure. In my career in SaaS. Oh, uh, your career full stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so uh, I mean, I've always had this sort of entrepreneurial bent, right? You know, yeah, you, yeah. you start your, your your own grass cutting company. You, you know, you you run a summer camp. Just bootstrap right? something. You, you do something, right? <laughs> because it's it's amazing to create and sort of see the value and get feedback, right? Um, so in earnest, uh, I started another company in 96 with uh, two other guys out of university. We were still in university, um, totally green behind the ears. And back in those days, we raised a ton of money that we probably shouldn't have raised. Um, 
you know, but that was fun, and, and I exited that company. The company did, did do an IPO as well, but then I started this company in 2001. So we've been at this a long time. A long time. Um, now, we've, we've gone through various different twists and turns, um, and, you know, we started actually as a consumer dashboard, so it was always about monitoring something. That's That was the genesis of Portfolio. It was about being better at monitoring the things that, that change and the things that you care about. And the first instantiation of, was, of that was, well, let's monitor your, your soccer scores and your news and your weather and your stocks. So it was a personal dashboard, you know, that was updating every few minutes and showing you the things that you cared about. Uh, and it was wildly popular, but we couldn't find we couldn't find a business market. The idea was that we were going to sell the publishers, you know, the CNNs and the sporting yeah. networks and, and the stock exchanges. But they didn't have any money. They still don't have any money today. Um, <laughs> But nonetheless, we had we had thousands upon we had three hundred thousand end users using our consumer dashboard. Um, wow! But, but no business model that, that worked, right? So no revenue. Yeah, and I mean that's that's tough, right? Because on the one hand you have something that's working, and on the other hand you have something that's not. So yeah. as an entrepreneur, what's the right call? Yeah. Do you continue pushing, or do you? So succumb to the brutal reality. So what stage did you make that from consumer to B2B sort of pivot? Yeah, so that happened uh, That happened with, um, and it wasn't our choice, it was it was an external factor. So Lufthansa came to us and they said, uh, uh, you know, half of the staff in Germany is using your tool to monitor their soccer scores. <laughs> you know, so... Business use case. FC München and FC Frankfurt and, and all the rest, so... Uh, so they said, listen, um, we love your tool, but can we push business data through that that would help us you know, be more real-time? And, 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 and all of a sudden, that was the click. That is so great. That was the click. And we said, and, and what's interesting, too, so again, like sometimes it's great to be naive and green behind the ears because the, the quote that we put in front of them was a SaaS, it was a recurring revenue model quote. We didn't have a clue, but we said, we said, well, why don't you pay us, you know, X number of thousands on an annual basis? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't annual, we? Annual, right? straight out of the box. That's absolutely. <laughs> so, and that was 2004. So we had this recurring revenue model business starting in 2004. We, we never had a perpetual model. Um, anyway, so Lufthansa was our first real customer. Um, we got EMC and Intel and, and a whole bunch of other enterprise customers. Um, you know, so that was that was that was the big, the first big pivot uh, in the company's uh, in the company's history. That's great. Yeah. So um, obviously, along the way, with that pivot, uh, you gained a lot of traction. Uh, was there anything with the you know, in your marketing that, that particularly, you know? Took you to a different level, or changed things, scaled things up for you. I think the I think the next big pivot for us um, was actually, and yes, you could say it was marketing, but it was actually more fundamental than that. It was a shift from selling to enterprise to selling to small and mid-sized business. Um, and and when, that was, when did that? So that was um, so it happened. There was a couple of influencing factors. Um, again, and one of our big enterprise customers, Aviva. Yeah. Um, came to us in 2010. So we had we had, had some mediocre, slow growth between 2004 and 2010. So 2010, Aviva came to us and they, they really liked our tool, but they said um, they said a few things. Can you make it easier to use because we don't want to work with IT? Yeah. Um, 
can you make it, uh, can you put it in a cloud and make it mobile because the iPad is, has just come out and yep. all the senior execs are running around with a new iPad. And the third thing that they said was, can you make it less expensive so that we can buy it as opposed to going through procurement? Uh, kind of departmental yeah, purchase. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and that was, I mean, I'll remember that advice, you know, for the rest of my life because it was those three things. Put it in the cloud, make it less expensive, and make it easier to use. You know, that really shifted the whole business to a small and mid-sized business space. Keep in mind, the business intelligence space selling into enterprises incredibly crowded. Yeah. And yet this new space, SMBs, really had a lot of, it was a greenfield opportunity. So yeah. we had shifted the business in 2010, 2012 to be much more SMB focused. So that was the fundamental next um, evolution of the business. So, you know, that really got, got um, the customers acquired, or us acquiring customers, it really helped us grow. And that's when we did our, our seed round, our A round, and our B round. So we went from a couple of hundred customers selling into the enterprise enterprise to we've just surpassed 10,000. Wow. So very different trajectory yeah. uh, after yeah. we made that. So uh, you started in 2001, it's, a, it's an overnight success, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So along that journey, uh, you and uh, you know the rest of your team evolved. Uh, you know, I think it's always I'm always interested in understanding uh, leaders within business and like how they sort of keep fresh. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any sort of uh, personal growth insights that you've learned along the way, or mm -hmm. habits that you have, or stuff that? That, that you do that keep you fresh or keep you learning? Yeah, I mean, that's, I, you know, I, I think it's really important to, to understand those things too. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this is the right answer, but I think one of the... One of the most important things that I think I do, and I think if I look at a lot of, a lot of successful um, leaders, is they, they maintain some semblance of balance. And I think that's you have to you have to allow yourself the, the downtime and the soak time, um, you know. And, and I, I have I have a beautiful family. I, I like to, and I want to spend time with them. And, and I I really don't subscribe to the the idea that startups uh, or tech companies have to work the 12, 14 hour yeah. days. It, it, it doesn't There's make sense. So much bullshit. I mean, and as a, as a leader. I never stop thinking about portfolio. I think that's almost impossible, but you still have to allow yourself different different times of the day. Even if I'm, I'm reading a, a bedtime story to you know my, my 10 year old daughter, there's things in the in the children's book that kind of make me think about you know various things. You know I'm watching a movie or I cycle to work every day and I find that that is you know that's my yeah. mental health time. Even when I'm cycling, I'm subconscious exactly, exactly. so I think yeah. I think that for me is one of the, the most important things uh, because I think you can very easily you can tire yourself out you can start spinning your wheels and get into this this rut of trying to work harder and harder you know whereas you really need to have that downtime you need to have that soak time that, that helps you make the right decisions that's very good advice thank you very I, much I, I think there's probably <laughs> lots of other advice too but, but that's maybe one, yeah. one thing that, yeah. that I've done that helps I've got one when you come to conference don't drink on the first night. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great. Thank you very much. So uh, the website is clipfolio.com. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, 
yeah, thanks for taking the time out absolutely. of your busy schedule here. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. To talk to me. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Alan. For more info on Clipfolio, please visit www.clipfolio.com. Next week, I've got Dave Gerhardt from Drift On. For more info about this show and how to get our links to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, please visit www.47insights.com slash podcast. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, get in touch via that page. Until next time. Bye.